0: Ted, my friend. These students are most excellent. Wild Stallions!
1: Good morning, students. Welcome to school.
2: Remember, the thought of the day is... Someone in the church says... That God doesn't love you because of your hobbies, they're just, they're not telling you the truth, because yeah, that's not how exactly. God is. Exactly.
1: Okay, welcome to Neekology, the study of the nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. This is Rudy. And today we have our guest today.
2: Stephen Weiss. Hey,
1: Stephen, welcome to our show today, man. And we are the Knights who say... Neek. Neek. All right. Um, so we're again at Alpha Omega, and we have our friend Stephen... Is Weiss. Weiss, yeah. your last name. And uh, we, got, we got to meet last year, uh, got to hear about uh, the work you're doing, and I loved your book. God loves the freaks. No, thank you. And uh, tell us a little bit about what, uh, what you do, what you got going on, man.
2: All right. Well, about uh, a decade ago, <laughs> I decided to quit computer teaching and move to Los Angeles to become an actor. Awesome. Uh, Living the dream. Yeah, little right? Dream. I was like, what am I doing? But <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was in North Carolina, and I thought, do I just want to teach computer classes until I die? And I thought, well, maybe I'll do something else for a couple of years and see what happens. Yeah. 11 years later, still in Los Angeles. But I, you know, the first month I was there, it was amazing because I got to do voice acting for uh, the Helsing anime. Oh, wow. Uh, Helsing Ultimate. Okay. And then the, also like that first week, I was an extra in a film for Walter Koenig, who was uh, Chekhov yes. in the original yes. Star Trek. And I got to sit right next to him oh. and, as an extra for like a week. And we talked and he shared stories and all that. The crazy thing was, is I had this impression of L.A. like it was going to be like that all the time. Oh, yeah. And then nothing for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, it was a... Waiting was, game. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, this stuff happened. Somebody heard I wrote a book and they asked me to write a screenplay. I started writing screenplays. Awesome. Um, and then, uh, you know, so I ended up doing actor-writer and then I ended up wanting to make my movie, uh, which is, you know, kind of a story of itself. But what I do is, you know, right now I I I, uh, I act uh, mostly voice acting. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten quite back into the uh, on-camera stuff because I've had health issues off and on. Sure. And, uh But I would like to get back into that soon. I'm, I'm recovering from surgery right now. Got so it. hopefully that will...
1: Pray for you about that, man. Get back yeah, out there. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Yeah. And uh, so there's the voice acting, the acting, writing. I've written screenplays. I'm working on... Uh, I've written uh, a speculative script for an animation right now, but, uh, you know, and then I ended up producing, and now I'm directing voiceover. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, So I I met some great folks at the Christian Game Developers Conference, if I can give them a plug here. Yeah. Uh, They meet once a year at uh, a place up in Portland, and a little college up there. They have a, a, a convention conference, I guess they call it, where they get together and talk about it, and I got to... Basically, introduce them to voiceover stuff. I've been doing voiceover presentations on how to do voiceover for your oh, games. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so a bunch of them kind of hired me to do it and ended up directing. So now I've been directing voiceover uh, for games. One of the games is by Bible Byte Software. Okay. So if you look for Bible Byte Software, you'll see the Exodus game, which is actually to teach kids how to code. Oh, wow. So it's not wow. only a game where you play, and in fact, one of the other voice actors is here, Nathan plays Badru. Okay. Uh, okay. But the uh, the game is great, and not only the kids get to play a game but they get to learn how to code by
0: playing it
1: that's it's faith and practical stuff <laughs> <We> <laughs> right? It, right, yeah, that's yeah.
0: good man i always appreciate the craft of uh of voice acting everybody always says that you know uh mm-hmm. you know instead of acting you know on camera or mm-hmm. you're, you know any, anything else whether it be you know a tv movie or or you know something you know even smaller like that i always think that voice acting is, is so, so much easier and that you just kind of Say oh, things, but the voices, you kind of, kind of do like the Morgan Freeman. I'm just going to read the Bible, yeah. and that'll be <laughs> right. Well, let me tell
2: you what uh, I, d- I directed Katie Lee in the booth, and she's here.
0: That's our friend. We just talked to Kaylee.
2: She's awesome, right? And yeah. she she's so good that she makes it look easy. And uh, but you don't realize. I mean, I do voice acting, and I didn't realize really how. Uh, The depth of skill that you need to do a lot of the things that are demanded of you in the booth. Because you're doing a bunch of technical things at the same time you're doing these artistic performance things and you have to be aware of all of them at the same time basically as a voice actor you're keeping you're juggling three or four things in your mind at the same time wow. when you're doing it wow so yeah it's not an easy skill and and the acting part has to come naturally to you you can't even be thinking about your acting because you've got all these other things to work out right
0: on. wow so, so much repetitive takes depending we on don't, what the director wants right you take we yeah, take our voice
1: be. for granted what it can do and how to the care of it you know right it's amazing
2: yeah so, it's funny i'm 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 listening to you guys, and your guys. You guys seem to have so much bass in this mix, and my my, my voice is like uh, doesn't have the bass. I feel like I need to I need to talk lower. <laughs> oh, so
1: I feel I that way, way too. Bass. Mine's like it's kind of squeaky. Well, <laughs> well, that's
0: that's what we have you know our, our missing third party uh, John Pepe. He's he kind of does like the. Uh, the, the Bruce Lee sound effects every Oh, now yeah, and he there. throws I'm things in. <laughs> throw exactly. that uh, spectrum way up there. Yeah, he's
1: our ones that we have to kind of not censor. He's like, okay, we'll okay, pull it back in a little <laughs> bit. Hey, bit. Right. You got to keep the humor. It's yeah. all good, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, the beauty of the voice is funny because uh, recently, uh, of course, my brother over here, uh, we have uh, 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 the vocal issues, whatever, and I went to Kaiser and they said, you know, we're going to, since you're doing a podcast now, we're going to take you to vocal, they call it vocal therapy. Interesting. Which is kind of cool because if you're long term, we don't think about the things we do to our voice. Right. Yeah. No, not yelling or whispering. They said, don't ever whisper. Don't ever yell. Mm. Keep your voice right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. teachers. So I use my voice a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, me too. Actually, I teach at a film college. Oh, there you so go. Can't scream, I, at them. <laughs> I was lucky because in college, I, I minored in uh, vocal performance. Mm. So we learned all of those things on how to take care of your voice. So fortunately. I do those things. I still remember.
1: <laughs> oh, could you give us a couple tips? Because we'd love it. Because we, again, we're still new to this. We'd love to know how to not uh, ruin our voices.
0: In terms of just speaking, what, or what's the best way to to prep before we get into a recording session? Okay. Well,
2: uh, easy stuff. Always make sure you're hydrated. Right. Uh, you should uh, get the water. Yeah, and you're always allowed to drink water. I don't care what the venue is. You're allowed to drink water during it. You know, gotcha. teaching voiceover. What this is for yeah <laughs> anything. Right. You're allowed to drink water. Uh, and you should continue to drink water yes. all the time. Don't drink alcohol. Uh, you know that can actually make Sorry, Rudy. <laughs> I'm <out of> destroy <laughs> <here>. <laughs> the cells guys. of your <laughs> <laughs> vocal cords. <laughs> Unplug my mic. <laughs> I'm right. right here. So um, and really, uh, things that I don't do. Uh, well, warm ups are really good. I do them sometimes when I remember. Uh, you know, and there's a few. I use the oh, I use maybe. the singing warm ups that I learned. Oh, mommy you know, made
1: me mash my M and Stuff yeah. like that, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then, you know, the the big ones for the the voiceover is the uh, the yawning, the oh
1: little yeah, little stretching one, right? everything out.
2: Yep, that. Yeah, yeah, And then actually just muscling, so you uh, you you tense all your muscles in your yeah. shoulders.
1: And Hi, buddy.
2: Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we got some fans coming by. Yeah,
1: hey guys, how
2: you doing? <laughs> and then release and relax, cause you'll feel your shoulders. Uh, fall you down. And Come on. He's giving some. A- right. Tense all your shoulders yeah. up and squeeze, and then when you let go, you'll feel them kind of fall oh. down and be like, "Oh, they were tense." Mm. And so oh yeah, I you know, got it.
1: That helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, I on, teach the, so on the drive don't. to Gary's house
0: where we do our <laughs> recording, I shouldn't. You know, replicate you know the death metal uh, music that I'm playing. And <laughs> You're screaming. Too. Yeah, oh I'm just goodness. gonna scream it out, and then yes. as soon as I get to the house, I'm like,
1: "Hey guys, how's it going?" <laughs> Unless you want the rocker voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Now, have you guys, by any chance, seen uh, the, the the new Hello Kitty based animation called Agretzko?
1: Agretzko. Uh, no. no. And
2: there's a little. It's a little wolf, uh, fox character in there, and what she does to to blow off steam for work is she does death metal karaoke.
0: That's awesome. And so it's funny because... Uh, that that foxes my spirit. Animal it's, <laughs> it's,
2: it's great. Uh, and I found that I was at a, I was at a gig. I was, I was at a friend's show and, and I ran into this guy I knew. Uh, and it turns out he's the voice of the the girl when she's screaming the death metal. Ah. So they actually ah, got right, like right, a right. heavy metal guy. That
1: is death metal, right? The, the voice? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> wow, right. Yep. Lovely. Don't do voice. that. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it because he's trained to do it, I yeah, guess. I you is it cla-
1: classical? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> classical <laughs> screaming. That's right. Yeah. Well, my son was into that for so long. We're like going, wow. Okay. <laughs> right. How, how do you make that voice work? But yeah, the voice is a treasure, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah.
2: it's good. And, and I, one of the things I do, you know, is I learn oh. to project. So when I teach, I talk really loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diaphragm. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I usually make sure my door shuts. So I don't bother the other teacher. Oh, gotcha. They're like, it's him again.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 right. That's awesome. So, you know, this is pretty, pretty cool to see I got, you know, got, there's all these things that you're getting plugged into by I bit to connect with other people. But all these parts, you know the. Well, I was watching a movie the other day, and it was about a guy who wanted to be an actor. And the funny thing is, all these. Oh, it was a. Uh, Z- what is the guy from um, Scrubs? The main guy. Zach. Zach Ruff. Braff. Zach, Zach Braff. Braff. And it was the whole thing about him, uh, wanting to be a, uh, an actor, and all these things happened. But what was cool was he ended up finding out he's almost the same thing as. You know, you could you teach us how to act? And he became a acting coach and a teacher. Right. And his all these things that you know, God knows how to all these things need to be in your tool belt you know what I
2: mean yes. for who knows what's coming right? well you know what I, I want to brag a little bit about my student I took yes. a voiceover student last year her name is Ashley Seal oh, hi Ashley and uh, she uh, you know about nine months ago and I took her in, she's, she does acting and singing and I wanted to I wanted to kind of have uh, my own prodigy like I've spent all these mm. years learning voice acting and I was like well if I quit where does that knowledge go I wanted to pass it on and so I posted in a Christian group and said hey who wants to learn voice. I got one answer. Awesome.
1: So, uh, you got your Ahsoka. Right? Right? <laughs> so
2: I got, yeah. So I got Ashley, and I brought her in, and she's doing amazing. We got her a demo reel. We just got her signed with an agency now. And uh, and the great thing is, is because I got a, a, a female student, uh, I don't, she's not competing with me. <laughs> ah, there you go. We can do, do You do this one. So I do this right. one.
1: Oh, not that great, though? They say that when you, and I teach also, <coughs> when you do teach, mm-hmm. You become there's so much more that opens up to why and you go I didn't think about all the things that go into it. Yeah, develop so much more. That's yeah. I think it
2: did help me pin down what I've been doing more specifically. Oh yeah, exactly. uh, Yeah. So
1: and I know, sir, you are a big sci-fi guy to me too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What uh, what what is what's your favorite fan fan? fandom? Probably pretty big, right? Wow.
2: It's tough. I mean, you know. if it if it's sci-fi, it's probably Robotech. Okay, uh, you know. And uh, but my my kind of favorite thing is Speed Racer, and my my nickname is Steve Racer I, because I like it gotcha. so much. <laughs> That's a,
1: did you see the new one that came out? It's really different.
2: Oh, the movie, of yeah. course. Oh, se- of course, I've seen everything. My yes. nickname is
0: Steve Racer.
1: Well, of course.
2: How would I not know? Cartoon
1: up with that one.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh Are we talking about the movie that came out six years ago? Yeah, it was Something about like two thousand nine. Yeah, Warkowski Brothers.
2: Yeah. yeah. I loved it. Uh, and that, that it, was was an, it. That was interesting. That was it was an homage to fans. I yeah, mean, if mm-hmm. you're if you were a fan of the show, they put all the elements in there. It was yep. amazing. Yep. It was such a good movie, and I, I feel like people didn't get it, and I felt very sad about that. Um, but also, there's kind of this thing that's happening nowadays where... Uh, all, kind of all of our childhood fandoms are mainstream, and and so I kind of, in some way, like that people didn't get it because I, I can still have mm-hmm. it for my own and be like, fine, you don't get Speed Racer, right? it, it, it was, so <laughs>
0: yeah, was kind of like one of those uh, those passion pieces where um, if you if you're really in, if you're really into to Speed Racer, then you you get all the tidbits that they threw in there, oh, which yeah, is really so awesome. But somebody from an outside perspective, like, oh, man, this movie's all over the place. It's right. like, well, you don't get to be racist, Yes, so. gotcha. You know, the movie wasn't really for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And
1: yeah. We, we recently did a piece on that. We're talking about how fandom is becoming more popular and the, the good and bad to that. Right. Because, uh, you know, yeah, we see it more, but a lot more people who are, we didn't want to be negative, but they're bringing a lot of the, the, the drama from uh, pop culture into fandom, and we're having to adjust mm. to that. Oh, yeah. And have you seen yeah. that, too? Have you seen a lot of...
2: It is weird to think about, like, the stuff that used to be our stuff being everybody's stuff. I know. It's weird um, to it share actually, now. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of something I just thought of today that I thought <laughs> I'd ask you guys about. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, because we're going to talk about this anyway. My book, God Loves the Freaks. Yeah. So I wrote in 2006. I like your segue, go.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
2: I really wanted to ask you this. But sure. I wrote this book in 2006. And it was because I'd been, especially because I lived in the East Coast and the South, and I'd seen very conservative churches, and, and I couldn't tell them that I played D&D Or God forbid that I go to LARPs on the weekend and (laughs) pretend I'm like an elf or, or, you know, whatever I was doing. And, uh, you know, even anime or Harry Potter, some of them you couldn't mention. So I decided to write this book that would kind of explain fandom to churchgoers and also defend it and say this is a hobby. This is not, uh, you know, magic or devil worship. And there's a difference between pretend magic and real magic. And, hey, don't you like C.S. Lewis and Lord of the Rings? And all those things are in there. Uh, as a defense and an explanation and also the book is for people who do feel different so they'll feel accepted because you know if you like this stuff God accepts you and if someone in the church says that God doesn't love you because of your hobbies they're just they're not telling you the truth because that's not how God is exactly so, but I'm thinking now, you know, I wrote this in 2006 and it was really important, but I see, like, churches, and maybe it's just because I've been in L.A. and L.A. is a little more eclectic, mm-hmm. but churches are having game nights now.
1: Yeah, it's starting to change up.
2: And video games and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is there really even, is there a need for my book and my ministry now? Oh, I think so. Well,
0: I think so, <laughs> well, I, I think so because it, it's still, you know... You, you get these groups now that when we and we know groups. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Faith and Fandom who are in North Carolina. Yeah, and uh, and they're you know kind of on the conservative spectrum of of the country, and and their church you know has you know D and D night and game night and, oh, wow. and all that stuff. So I think it's a I think it's a I, I, it's a, uh, I don't want to say <laughs> a slow progressing movement, but it's it's a movement in the right right direction. And I think uh, I think your book which. You know, it concentrates on like all the all the many subcultures that we yeah. need to reach out to, yeah, uh, to try to kind of you know pull them in into uh, kind of a, a bridge area, which you know we, you know we've always you know tried tried to do is not so much you know pull somebody in the direction and force people like. You know, hey, you know, you need to be on one side of the bridge or the other. It's kind yeah. of, let's meet halfway and appreciate both. You know, the the artistry and of, of what you like, whether it you know it be anime, comic books, movies, yeah. or anything like that. Right. To uh, you know, to the other side of the bridge, which you know is you know the ultimate understanding of God loves you, and yeah. you know, no matter you know who you are, what you do, or right. you know, there, there's that there, there's that love. So yeah, I I think there's I think there's still a great purpose for your oh. book. Yeah, and I absolutely. exactly, and the thing
1: about you know what is interesting It's sort of like preparing people because we uh, we've talked about this before that a lot of people don't get it, and we need to understand um, there's so many creative people in fandom, right? And a lot of them have been, you know, shunned because they're different, yeah. And the, that issue's still there. And the thing about it is, and we got kids coming up, you know, and right. we talked about um, I, when I teach high school, I see so many kids are just they don't fit the mold. And those right. are the kids I love the most because you get those conversations with them, doors open up, and just that's the avenue that you can talk with them to. Right. Uh, so I think even more so um, as, well, maybe we're moving to a new phase of it's becoming popular, but now how, as you know we share our faith through it, um, how is it changing? Because it's changing. Yes. And the church is seeing the need, and the need's there, and it says now it's matching it all up. And that's kind of we started our faith our, um, free fandom forever movement of a little while back to kind of say, hey, let's keep it clean, positive, and put some good stuff back into it. Right. We're receiving it now. Can we put things back into it? That's what you're doing, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, that might be, that was kind of what I was thinking is the the phase that we want to be in now is now, okay, now you're looking into it. Let's let's also look at how to be careful with it. Yeah. Uh, you know.
1: Manage it carefully. How do we influence how, it? How we take right. it in. How, yeah. Yeah,
0: how we push it back into the world. Right. And then also, yeah, and, and just putting, producing putting content. it back in. And pr- yeah, producing good content.
1: Um and we like to do fan fiction things like we things we like to see but again not giving a good message it doesn't have to be super preachy but it could be very needful yeah but it does come in there and um, I lost my train of thought but uh, um, recently this is interesting I heard that uh, um, you know Star Trek was considering going the R rating and I, we did a whole piece on that I wrote to J.J. Abrams and said dude you don't have to it does so well right and uh, the blessing was I have no idea if we had influence You wish you did but I guess the two main guys pulled out of it Oh, uh, yeah. uh, um, to main actors. So maybe they're just kind of, maybe they realize there's things you don't need to take on. But I think we should pray for that. I think we should pray right. for who sees this and whatever and influence media. Well, that, we
2: that really is a good segue into my film. Yeah, uh, good. So, <laughs> and so what happened to me is uh, in 2010, I had chronic fatigue syndrome and I was in bed all year. Okay. And then I got better. I found a book called Adrenal Fatigue and I went and I... Uh, did what it said in the book, and I got better. But it's such a strange condition, you know, that people don't understand it. And I thought, okay, I'm better now, but I don't know if I'll come. You know, if this will come back. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to hurry up and make a movie because my dream is to star in a movie. Yeah. Right. So I I grabbed all of my voice actor friends from the industry, the biggest ones I could get, and the people I was friends with. And so I got you know like Richard Epcar, who's Bato in Ghost in the Shell, and he's the Joker in the DC nice. games. And uh, Christina V, who's Miraculous Ladybug, and uh, she, you know, she's also, like, in a bunch of things. You know, she's Sailor Mars and Sailor Moon ah, uh, so Crystal. Yep. And, uh, you know, sp- uh, Spike Spencer, who is uh, Shinji and Evangelion, an older one, but, uh, you know, really big... Awesome. Yeah. So I got all these people in there, and, and, um, and, I, and I sold my Mustang to finance the, the film... And, some faith uh, there, man. <laughs> right? Because uh, I was like, i got to do something to show from my time that's here in L.A. Because i just done a bunch of little voice acting gigs here and there. And maybe I was on reality TV, which no one wants to see that. And uh, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, so I made this film. And it took, it took like six years. And you know, when I wrote it, I wanted to put spiritual elements in it. Mm-hmm. And I had this thing. And, and Vic Mignogna was playing my brother. Who He's he's also you know, a big voice actor, Edward Elric, and he's a Christian, too. Okay. And so I, I had this spiritual scene where we were talking about God and everything like that. And I was looking at it with my co-writer, my roommate, Joseph Medina. And we were like, this seems a little heavy-handed. Mm, okay. And so I wanted to put spiritual elements. I mean, the movie's called Altered Spirits. Yeah. So uh, But but I pulled back on it. And I just had the characters maybe just talk about the afterlife and that it exists and that we have spirits. And just take maybe get people thinking about sure. what happens when you die yeah. that it's not just you know the end and because and, the last thing I want to do is have another heavy handed spiritual thing out there yep. uh, and so you know but it, I feel like it worked and, and, and hey you know it took me six years to make I, got, I did get sick again in 2013 okay. and so I spent three years recovering from that And it's a long story. You can there's a there's an article online if you read the whole story. It's in Voyage LA magazine, which tells the whole story of me getting sick again. The director having a heart attack. uh, All of this stuff happened, and so and then I had to edit myself, and I was still sick. and I did, I learned how to do color correction on YouTube. You know, I mean, wow. I did it, like, I found a distributor. In downtime. Right, <laughs> yeah. So wow. it's finally, Altered Spirits made it to Amazon, and now it's on Amazon Prime. So yeah. if you have Prime, you can watch it without having That's to pay homework. anything. We gotta check it out. Right, yeah. Wow. So And it took so long to make, and it's... You know, it's got it's got good writing, good acting, good video, good sound, which is like my main things I wanted to achieve. Yeah. But it's still not a you know multi-million dollar movie. This is a Mustang budget movie basically. Wow. And it's really heartbreaking sometimes when you read the comments people are so critical of it, when they don't know how hard it was they to just make a feature at oh, all. Oh sure. It's gotcha. so difficult to even have one finished. You know, and even these big multi-million-dollar movies, they will criticize the acting and stuff on too. You know, well, so. exactly. <laughs> well, Explain know the that
1: Mustang w- thing. What is that, so? How does that work? then? you said the Mustang budget.
2: Oh, well, I, yeah, I sold my two thousand. Oh, the Mustang. Hello, uh, I connected yes. it. I got. It. I thought it was a
1: term. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, that it was all the money, yeah, it well, is that now though. It is now. That was about half the money we raised. About double that. So, okay. yeah, you know?
0: we we just did an episode about online comments and how how it can uh, you know wreck people's passion projects. I stopped reading. I stopped reading yeah. them. Yeah, that's it's good. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's uh no, it's good. Yeah. How are you feeling by the way? Be- better? You have been health better? Yeah, yeah I mean,
2: uh-huh. uh, I did two things, uh, and this is this is leading into something else. Uh, that's it. So I do nutritional balancing now. Yes. Uh, I went to a nutritional balancing practitioner. They do a hair sample. They analyze the minerals in your body wow. and they pull up a supplement program for you. Amazing. And a diet program, yep. And wow. so I actually got my diploma in that because I want to help people. So uh, I do it Why for super the cheap. That? Do you yeah. still
1: have, to have hair, though, Oran, I think you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah, you
2: got enough. <laughs> okay. Enough, we can scrape together. Bing. But uh, we, uh, so I did that, and it got me about three quarters of the way better. It took me a couple of years of just doing the program. Sure. And then I went up to Bethel Church in Reading, where they have a healing service. They have a lot of healing up there, and wow. I got, I got some healing there. And so I'd say I'm like ninety percent now. I need to sleep. About nine or ten hours a day to feel okay, yeah. and sometimes I get run down pretty early. Sure, uh, but compared to the where where I was, where I was just a total wreck, it's I'm a lot better. So I'm going
1: to give you some encouragement. There's two people I know that that uh, you know Phil Vischer. Do you remember Phil Vischer from VeggieTales?
2: Uh, I know who he is. I have not met he, him.
1: His thing is he he has issues where he has to he can work in 45 minutes. Uh, bits, and then he, it gets a little exhaust, he has to recharge. Yeah. And there's things you know about your body. I think, uh, um, who's the pastor? I think Rick Warren has that, too. He oh, yeah. He gets overheated, and he has to get in the cool room.
2: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: And it's the battles we have, but, you know, God uses that. And we'll right. And opportunities.
2: Well, he is. I'm actually making a documentary now on oh. uh, adrenal fatigue. That's okay. what I was talking about earlier. Very good. So I'm contacting doctors and experts all around the country and lining them up and I've already got some people yeah uh, interested I've got Dr. Pompa if you're familiar with his uh, website mm-hmm. so yeah and so and he's a, he's a believer too if give him a plug man We're right good. Yeah. if you look if you look on his website you'll see he's a he's a Christian and he went through almost the same thing as me if you read because he's got his bio there of his story and all the symptoms because yeah. it's not just fatigue all this other stuff happens to you sure uh, you know uh, like insomnia and anxiety and mm, just all these things and it and compiles
1: and, huh? yeah your, your hormones
2: yeah. are out of balance and so uh, but he went through it and he, he you know does a similar type of thing yes uh, uh, and so he's going to be in the documentary, and I've got some yeah, other sure. people. So, I, but I want it again. It's one of those things. Just like the, the you know when I do the new nutritional balancing for people, I'm not doing it to make money. I want to help people because sure. what I went through is so terrible. I don't want anyone else to go through it. Right. I'd yeah. rather catch them early and help sure. them. So yeah. the documentary will hopefully make people aware that there are alternative treatments because Western medicine. If you go to the doctor and they figure out you have chronic fatigue, once they've tested you for everything else and you don't have it. They're like, well, uh, take it easy. They don't have answers. There's Mm. not really a treatment or a drug or anything for it. Uh, And so we have this natural lifestyle thing where we do supplements and diet and everything that doctors often don't mention. But it has helped. It helped me tremendously. The
1: good old things that used to work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like herodotus
2: and all that. Uh,
1: All kinds of stuff. Even they say natural. What's funny for allergies, they say, get local honey. And you think about that, what's in it? You're like, well that would make sense. Right, yeah. You know the building immunities and you know, all kinds and all of things.
0: All your essential so. oils in place There
1: you go. <laughs> yeah. Autumn just got me on the back with lavender, Relax. <laughs> That's all good. But you know what it is, because the medicine can what is it? we some watching this about medicine just tears you up. And yeah. It just yeah. does work. Oh yeah, she's talking about Marilyn Monroe, you know? Right. You're really yeah. just over medicated and
2: Well that's the thing, it's like medicine is good uh, in in what we call uh, what's it? acute situations or trauma situations. Yeah. Like if you need something fixed right now. Right there, yep then it's great, but you don't want to be on it long-term if you can avoid it. Sure. But some people, you know, they need it to live, so I'm not going to tell people, don't take your medicine. Yes. That would be the worst thing ever. Right, right yeah. But, uh, but I do tell people, you know, if you can, with your with the cooperation of your doctor, see That's if it. you can, you know, lower yeah. it and maybe get off of it eventually.
1: Right, exactly. I think yeah. you can say, well, what is it? No, I can't think which one is, but it's bad. Uh, what's th- I can't even think. It's any day. But, yeah, no, certain medicines, they say just long-term because it can... Just enough, right? Just yeah, to get yeah. you feeling better. So, yeah, good stuff. Well, anything else uh, you want to share? This has been great, man. We just really great to get to connect with you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we definitely nice. so we definitely want to please check out the book. I did read uh, God Loves the Freaks, and uh, I loved it. A great book. Um, I really appreciate what it was. Is it made me think of growing up where I was too. You know, people don't always understand when you think a little different. You have creativity, yeah. And it, especially in the church, it's like, mm. right. and what's funny is I went to a for years went to a Nazarene church where there weren't about. They didn't do acting and music, whatever. Oh, but our yeah. church did, which was awesome, because they mm. said, they said, well, we see the value in it. And sometimes know. you're looked at odd, but then they finally go, oh, okay. Right. And maybe that's what it is, is just sticking their well, long yeah, enough.
0: Kind of, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, what sparked, you know, God Among Geeks, too. I mean, we you know, we talk about, you know, uh, what is it, Harry Potter books and how, you know, there was a bunch of you know, burning parties and, yep. yeah, or, yeah. you know, everybody taking, uh, you know, books, actually books away from kids and just burning them yeah. because they didn't really understand what the contact was or, or they were afraid yeah. of, of, you know, what, I don't know. Turning are witch to makes better. Go- yeah. Oh, I I
1: heard that and I actually didn't do it for a while because I had heard that myself. Yeah. As, yeah. as,
0: as long as there's still, you know, uh, you know, Christians that are protesting in front of, you know, San Diego Comic-Con, Wonder, yeah. you know, WonderCon and everything else, then yeah. we, we'll need... You yeah. know, books like uh, you know what you're right. <laughs>
2: yeah, those people are still out there and they're still visible. So yeah, uh, they're, they're yeah, still out there, definitely. and that's the
0: first thing that people see when they come into you yeah know, beautiful well, that's you know, the thing cons I like say. this and and WonderCon and all, all the big cons too. And that's the first thing that that they see is like, oh my yeah. gosh, these Christians and they they hate. That's you know, image. Hate I think that's in my I book. It. Yeah, actually, I, think is, you I, I, it. I have something
2: that says basically, you know, those people out in the street corners. It's like if other people, non Christians, yeah, see that and they. They, they, you know, it's like, hey, I'll tell you what, why don't you join our club? We love to stand on street corners and yell at people about how they're going to hell. <laughs> right. No one's going to want to join that club that's because right. they think that's what being Christian is. I don't, I don't see how this isn't obvious to those people, Yeah. how they think that somehow someone's going to want to be them.
1: No, exactly. Uh, right. now, what I love is we went to WonderCon, and Pastor Ralph was there. In He goes, no, we need to be inside. And right. talking to yeah. people, yeah. connecting to people, and it's like, that's where we need to be. That's yeah. where be, yeah. yeah. Why not? Be on the, in- right. the inside man, right? Yeah,
2: and there's a group uh, that's uh, that I've been affiliated with uh, called The Bridge, and they do uh, stuff at Dragon Con oh. every year in Atlanta. Okay, gotcha. So they're there, mm-hmm. so you can look them up. Uh, also, I've worked with the Christian Goth Ministries, which is kind of when the book came out. Uh, you know, imagine being a goth kid in North Carolina, which was like, that <laughs> <Yeah>. was, <laughs> right. that was my experience, R- right? right? Yeah i would you know when i would do stuff like job interviews or you know uh, even just meeting new people i would sometimes not dress goth because i was like i don't know what people are gonna think you know gotcha let alone christians right? sure You're the gotcha. devil! yes but uh i don't know i like goth stuff anyway um yeah it's and so good. we've got an appendix in, in the book about you know doing magic there's one about goths, there's one about punks there's one about you know fans sure uh all that kind of stuff so yeah. i think that helps people understand that hopefully you know, unfortunately, a lot. I gave one of my books to one of those uh, yellow sign people at Comic Con one year. Yeah. You know, because I was yeah. walking into Ralph's you never table, know. he let me have some of my books at their table there. You know. And yeah. But he listened to me a little bit. Maybe, maybe it helped. You know. But they're sure. You know, I don't. I mean, there's no point in arguing with them. I just kind of talked no. to them, you know, peacefully and said yeah,
1: my
0: we, thing. We, we
2: tried talking to them.
1: Sure. And you know, you never know the conversations we uh, have. You never on the know person. they'll they'll listen to this. They'll. You know, it's just a little at a time. Yeah, yeah. And um, yes. you know what? And, and light bulbs are coming on all the time. Mustard seeds.
0: Mustard seeds.
1: That's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you know what? Um, I I think I think you're right, Stephen. We're in a new phase, mm-hmm. and it's just praying about where you know getting getting those church people now to start influencing. Yeah. Uh, fandom in a, in a positive way, you know. Right, yeah. And and vice and and bringing them. We talk about being a building bridge. Building a bridge, both sides don't always understand why you're building it. Right, yeah. But you got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So there yeah. you go. Great.
0: Steven, we love your book. Yeah. You're doing, man. And, and good yeah. luck on all thank your so future much. projects. Thank oh, you yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for stopping by. We'll keep by. the conversation Thanks. going. All right, and, yeah. Uh,
1: thank you so much. Well, uh, you know what? I'm still Gary.
0: Still Rudy.
1: Are you still Steven? Yes, Steven you are. Reese. And class is now dismissed. Thank you so much. Hey,
2: thanks for joining a class at Meekology 101. You can always find us on Podbean, which you can download for free through the iTunes, Android, and Google stores. Or we're now on Spotify. And guess what? We're also on
0: YouTube. Be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date on all our new episodes. If you want to learn about God Among Geeks and what we do here, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can also check us out on our blog at godamonggeeks 360com And please feel free to email
1: us at 4 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, because we have a night to
0: say, Nick. Nick.